Welcome to the Didn't Hate It podcast brought to you by DeSoto Arts Institute. Today we have some fine young people here with us and we're going to be talking about one of the newest movies out still in theaters right now. Saw it last night. Elvis. By who? Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann. Do we know we're saying, pronouncing that correctly? Probably. Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> Baz Luhrmann. There's Baz. a good 75% chance. That okay, so who yeah. we got here? Josiah Burnett? Hey, he called me young. <laughs> I guess, I guess everybody here is relatively young compared yeah, to relatively. me. And <laughs> Lewis from DeSoto Arts, the Institute. Lewis <laughs> from DAI. And two, we have our wonderful interns for the last month. Today is their last day with us, and yeah. I hate that, but let's uh, introduce ourselves. Madison. Uh, Madison, yeah, the intern. Reagan. <laughs> Reagan, the intern. Y'all don't have to look so happy on your last day. Like, y'all can pretend to be a little sad. Yeah, they showed up like, uh, what, seven minutes late this morning? So we're going to talk about yeah. that. Yeah, I think it's time to let them go. Okay, so let's jump right into it. Elvis, a uh, uh, couple of us saw it last night. You'll have to guess which ones. I already told you I saw it, so you know that. Um, Unless Lewis, he's lying. Lewis, did you see it? I don't know. Oh, okay. I'll never tell. Okay. So first, let's talk. Uh, how many people here like Elvis music, like Elvis the man? All right. Whoa, one? <laughs> Whoa, oh, one? I'll half a hand. You don't like Elvis's music? You don't like okay. the soundtrack to Lilo and Stitch? That's Elvis. What? Yeah. Yes, that's this Elvis? It's like, oh, it's yeah, like 45% Elvis. In, um, Hawaii? Hawaii like Elvis a lot? Oh, yeah. Like, well, he really did nice. a movie there, Aloha from Hawaii. I don't know if it was oh, filmed there. It's probably filmed in a soundstage. In yeah, I doubt it was filmed yeah. in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I never really listened to a lot of Elvis growing up. From the, we got it. You know, did from the hood. didn't. Didn't. No, did no. not. Yeah, I had from CDs the of Elvis. Um, well, there's a song called In the Ghetto by uh, Elvis. <laughs> Elvis. Yeah. It's a pretty good Whoa. song. It's a sad song. Um, <laughs> good thing we're all friends here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, we are? So I grew up in Memphis. I was born and raised in Memphis till I was about 15 and then moved up north. So I'm a Memphis, I'm an Elvis fan because Elvis is the king of rock and roll. And he was right here in Memphis and did a lot of good things in Memphis. Had an amazing reputation here. So it's natural. Uh, for me to like him. I have a, a number of connections to Elvis that, you know, I might throw out there as we talk, um, which is pretty cool. Um, but the movie, let's talk about the movie. And I hope you're an Elvis fan because I'm telling you, if you're watching this, you probably found us searching for Elvis. So we're, we're hoping that you'll enjoy this. If you have not seen the movie out there, highly recommended. All right. So we call this podcast didn't hate it because we kind of rate things as uh, didn't hate it, hated it, loved it, liked it or whatever. So where are you on the scale? I loved it. So, didn't hate it? Yeah, uh, didn't hate uh, it. Affirmed didn't hate it. What did you think about the movie? Um, I didn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> we have an imposter. <laughs> I really liked it. It was really good. I also Someone at the table is lying. <laughs> no, I saw it last night and absolutely loved it. I wish Stephen could be here with us. Uh, we, uh, Lewis out. and Stephen and I stood out in the uh, Malco lobby for a couple minutes, and my wife was dinging me saying, come on, let's go. Um, but, man, the excitement after the movie, I mean, it was it was a pretty intense movie. Um, it was uh, emotional, and it was a roller coaster ride. What did you think yeah. about just how it was shot and so forth? Like, I love the style of it. Like, I'm a sucker for, like, hyper-stylized movies and shows like Scott Pilgrim and, like, Miss Marvel and Into the Spider-Verse. So, like, I loved it. The um, the first, like, 30-ish minutes. 
or like they're going through like the first like montage of um what's his uh, manager's name colonel tom parker yeah uh sort of him sort of discovering elvis and going through his elvis's back story through his eyes like uh, having the uh comic book style mm-hmm. thing in the beginning that was amazing yeah the first um I, i'm betting it was uh 20 minutes at least before we actually had a real scene like Maybe. a couple minute scene it was pretty cool um, it was so fast paced and it was very montagey. It felt yeah. like we were jumping in the middle of the movie, but I think what they did is at light warp speed, they told us the story yeah. of his history growing up in Tupelo in, um, in a black community. Um, his dad was in and out of jail over, over the years. And, um, Elvis really related. What was a comic book character? Uh, Captain Marvel Jr. Was that a real comic book character? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I wasn't aware of that. Have you ever heard of Captain Marvel Jr.? Yeah. yeah. Vaguely. He was, he was yeah. in the Shazam movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was pretty cool because there's a scene where um, Elvis and the neighborhood black kids are looking in a crack of, I don't know, what would you call it? Like a juke joint or whatever. And there's a, a black blues player playing um, That's All Right Mama in this really crazy stylized, uh, man, the music, everything about yeah. it was so stylized. Um, but he, they were watching them play the music and a sexy dance and things going on. And at the same time, he saw a revival tent across the field and he could hear very similar music coming out of that. And that was, I think, the point of the, the, uh, the and the, juxtaposition of the two uh, little scenes he was drawn to the church gospel music which was very much like the black uh, music in the black neighborhood and that that was so cool because that's kind of Elvis was always torn between you know making the money and reaching the crowds and stuff but always being kind of drawn back to gospel music and things like that and he did did an amazing job of kind of mixing the two and so that was really cool are y'all big fans of uh, Boz Lerman's style? Now you told me he did Gatsby, and I wouldn't—I mm-hmm. didn't even think about uh, Gatsby. I—I I really would like to go back and watch that now that I've seen what he can do in this movie. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a fan. Yeah, I—I I like Great Gatsby. Like I watched it, like I said, on one of those school days where you had a pizza and a cookie on the same napkin. <laughs> yeah, so, like classic public school education. Yeah. <laughs> So you liked the public school experience, did you? Give me cookies and pizza, right? <laughs> Same neck and I'm rolling on top of the other. Yeah. What's funny is, so I saw Romeo plus Juliet, which is another Boz Lerman in the same like setting in public school, but I don't like it. It's just, it's a little too stylized for me and it just doesn't quite work. But. You know, saying that, watching the trailer for the Elvis movie, it was so stylized and it looked like, um, it almost looked like a Sin City or something where they yeah. just like totally destroyed the... The color grade, you know, it was just too contrasty and too mm-hmm. saturated and things like that. It didn't work as a trailer. And when I saw the trailer first, I thought, I do not want to see this movie. I'm an Elvis fan. This is going to upset me or bother me or something like that. And I know some people uh, my age that are Elvis fans that did not like the movie <coughs> because it's not 100% accurate as far as some of the mm-hmm. situations. You know, it's dramatized for sure. Drama. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the, the trailer doesn't work. Don't let that throw you off, man. The movie is very much like that is picture. That is the picture in the movie, but in context, man, it just really, really, truly worked. And what do you think of our boy um, Austin Butler? And before you answer, uh, question for the 
so-called young people at the table. Uh, <laughs> where did y'all see Austin Butler first? Because for me, it was probably Aliens in the Attic. Aliens <laughs> in the Attic. Yeah, is he not the blonde kid in that movie? I'll be honest, I haven't seen that. I'm since. looking him up here. Uh, yeah, what for me, I think it was Hannah Montana. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think. He was in yeah. Arrow. He was in oh, the Arrow really? series. Yeah, he was in Arrow. Three episodes as Chase. Wait, what oh, season? Wait, Vigilante. I don't remember yeah, that, Arrow. and I watched Arrow. <laughs> me too. I loved Arrow until like season three. And Switched at birth. No. I've never watched. <laughs> that, no, no. Um, um, we're not that young. CSI, Life Unexpected. No. I'm not sure what that mm. is. Hannah Montana. I remember him from Hannah, Hannah Montana. Montana. Jonas. Um, he was in uh, Wizards, oh, apparently. I, I think I do remember oh, yeah. him from Jonas, too. Really? He's on Zeke and Luther? I didn't watch Zeke and Luther. Like. Zoe 101? Oh, yeah. yeah. Who was he in Zoe 101? He was uh, uh, Logan. James Not Logan. Uh, the one they introduced in like the second season. Danifer, I know too Garrett. much about Zoe 101. I don't remember. James. That show was boring. That was a good show. Well, <laughs> that was on Netflix, so I'll just watch it again. Austin <laughs> Butler punched Ezra Miller, I think. What? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like, heard about that. As Ezra Miller right. was getting kicked out of another he bar. He deserves it. Austin yeah, Butler I like this. Right, I know. said all right to a punch, and I'm not violent. <laughs> I will hold somebody while you whoop. We will hold yeah. Ezra Miller while Austin <laughs> Butler was. I am a Memphis boy from the streets. <laughs> yeah. All right, and he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as. Tex did you Watson, find it which, Aliens in the Attic, or did I just yeah, it's, insert? It's yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I knew. I knew. <laughs> it's in there. Look at you. Look at um, you. I was surprised that he got this movie though. Like, well, that's yeah. what was awesome weird. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he was amazing. Was, you think? That, so when I saw the trailer, like um, the voice kind of threw me off, just because he's been in a fair amount of com content, like when we were coming up right so it's weird to like know the actor and then hear him in a different voice and like yeah. i was telling y'all like he'll do the interviews like the press junkets and stuff and he's still doing the elvis voice and it's like yeah. he don't talk like that <laughs> either he talks like that and he's an amazing actor because in aliens at the attic he does not talk like that maybe he's stuck in or he's just yeah that's <laughs> he's stuck in thank, you very, thank you very much yeah. all right yeah so that that's pretty cool so how, um, so how is he how's our boy in the movie um, he's very convincing. Um, he's not the perfect look-alike. There were some things, and one of the things that bugged me. Did you notice they put eyelashes on him, and they were like cut on the corner or something? And it's like that was kind of some bad makeup. And I can't imagine. Watch is going to win an Oscar purpose. for yeah. Best Vega. Right. I think some of the makeup was like really good. Yeah. Like at the end where they had him in the fat suit. Unless Austin Butler really gained a lot of weight. <laughs> I <laughs> sure like, hope so. That'd be <laughs> like, for like a two-minute scene. He gained yeah. fifty pounds. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, that, and today what they can do with deep fakes and stuff too. Yeah. They, mm -hmm. they could have had a. Uh, yeah. heavy actor there and then put his face in there or something like I that. I volunteer but, for that role. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I did think like some of Tom Hanks makeup didn't look great when they tried to make him look older. Yeah, sometimes mm. his makeup was spot on and sometimes I'm like, mm. yeah. How was he in the movie? Because I noticed in the trailer speaking of funny accents, like I know it's Tom Hanks so he's going to pull it off, but kind of a weird accent for Yeah, it's from the part trailer. of the story though. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. it's part of the story. I, f I figured that. Um, all right, so that we're gonna we're gonna hit some spoilers, even though it's not a huge spoiler to find this out. But uh, if you don't know what happened to Elvis, <laughs> yeah, right, he's still alive. He's in Florida. Bob Joyce, check yes. him out on uh, on yes. the internet. You know that part in Men in Black? Have y'all seen Men in Black? Yes. Yeah. You know when he's like Elvis did not die; he just went home. Yeah, that's no. true. <laughs> I remember that part. Yeah, it's in there. Trust me. So he's an alien, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So. Um, 
the reason for the crazy accent for uh, Colonel Tom Parker is um, it, this. First off, the story is told from his perspective, and I didn't realize it, but this. But when Elvis died, there were lo- years of lawsuits um, against Tom Parker mm-hmm. uh, to get yeah. some of the money back that he was. I don't know if you call it embezzling, but you know he had a, a deal with Elvis. He would take fifty percent. Elvis would take the other fifty percent. And um, part of the story is Tom Parker had a gambling addiction, and that was uh, big in the story. But they started kind of scrutinizing Colonel Tom and where he's from, and he claimed to be from West Virginia and different things. And then at the end of the movie, we find out that he was from um, the Netherlands, from Holland. And he, throughout the movie, he called himself a snowman. And he started out in the carnivals, and basically he was... uh, how do you define being a snowman? It's not really a con artist. I guess it's just sort of like taking advantage of people, like certain talents and like exploiting that to your benefit. Yeah. Like, yeah. That exploiting. I like that because yeah. he was helping. There's no doubt that Elvis might not be as big as he got um, without Tom Parker, but Tom Parker did definitely take advantage and exploit yeah. and to cover his gambling debts. Especially and, in the end with the, yeah forcing him to stay in that one casino yep yep mm-hmm. he stayed in um las vegas for like he went back five years or something at a million dollars a year to do his deal i wasn't clear on that i'd like to look that up i don't know if elvis performed six weeks each year because he couldn't have performed you know six nights a week for five years i think he kind of came home and then went back each year or something for a million dollars for six mm-hmm. weeks and then colonel tom was getting all his debts canceled in exchange for that Kind of, kind of a neat history. I don't know how much is true, but maybe since there were so many lawsuits, maybe there is some truth in that. So kind of neat. Yeah. Kind of neat. How, um, how's this music in the uh, – spoiler, I have not seen this video. <laughs> yeah. The music is great, in my opinion, except for two scenes with Doja Cat. And uh, is it Denzel Curry? I don't know. I don't know. What songs? What scenes? What uh, it was the scene of – the first song with the hound dog and uh, I forgot the other one. Oh, it was when um when they were trying to get him for being like too rusty. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rosswood like, Park or I something. I like your yeah. word better. Yeah. Rusty. Like and he was walking through Bill Street and that they had another modern day sort of rap artist do that. Yeah. Like I was not expecting to hear Doja Cat in the Elvis movie. <laughs> See, that's I, didn't, I didn't know who the artists were, but when it happened, I was like, man, that's bold and that's cool. And you said in Gatsby they did something like that too. Yeah, and for me in, in Gatsby, that's one of the things that like draws you out real fast because yeah. it's supposed to be pretty grounded, and then they play like – so they're setting up the 20s, you know, and then there's just rap music. And it's yeah. like – and I was just telling them like – uh, in Django, there's rap music, there's modern day music, but it totally works. It fits the tone of the yeah. film somehow. And for some people, Gatsby, it works too. But for me, it just not so much. I feel like some of the modern influence on music in the, in it, Elvis worked. Like when they mix like metal and and like rock, modern day rock into it. Mm-hmm. Like the first song at the Hayride, where they do sort of like an electric guitar sound. Mm-hmm. I feel like that really worked, but. Doja Cat didn't work for me. Oh, 
I only know about the song because, like, of course, I'm a Doja Cat fan, and, like, <laughs> I heard the song before I even knew about the movie, so, like, it was just, but I didn't think they would put the song in the movie. <laughs> so, you're saying Doja Cat? How do you spell that if I... It's D-O-J-A-C-A-T. Yeah. Doja. Doja Cat. Doja Cat. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, I thought the music worked. The first time I heard it, I think the... They did it in the Bill Street scene, which yeah. is fantastic. We'll have to talk about that. Just did a they bit. film any of this in Memphis? I think it was all in Australia. That, yeah. why? why did they do this? You know, like uh, well, financial. Bill you can imagine yeah. what it would take to shut down Bill Street to. Film I can get for that, but imagine how many people like you know how the film community is around Memphis. Like, if anything is shot in Memphis, all of Memphis supports it. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, like, if you, I know it's a lot, lot to do, but if you do that. Then all of a sudden Memphis is like championing this because it's right. not. I mean, just, especially a movie about Elvis. Yeah, especially like, you could film in Tupelo, Mississippi, yeah. Memphis, Tennessee, get both of those That's tax credits. Point. And well, Baz Lerman is Australian, and so yeah, I can imagine yeah, he's yeah. doing, doing the same it thing in his, for his home with his resources with his crew because yeah. you would save a fortune. And what what was the budget on this? You found eighty five million. Eighty five million. Man, what a! I cannot imagine. I can't imagine movies costing two hundred plus to million to make which is crazy um but to see this compared to other movies that are 200 million and it only costs 85 million it's mm -hmm. like that kind of it's funny how that's me. a small budget now right yeah. 85 yeah. million and i'm telling you it's done so well it's just mm -hmm. phenomenal all right so bill street if you're Mem if you're from memphis or you visited yeah. bill street it's a it's an amazing scene because yeah. there's a uh, lansky uh clothing Elvis is in there, and he's uh, getting dressed with B.B. Uh, King is there getting yeah. outfitted. Um, uh, Mahalia, was Mahalia Jackson in the Bill Street scene? Was that her? I think I it kept was. wondering, and I wasn't sure. Um, but the scenes on Bill Street are great because they're yeah. full of cars. There's a Sun Studio scene, a couple scenes with some Sun Studio. Yeah. Amazing it's vehicles. The people are out and about, and there's the cool thing about Bill Street, too, in the scene was – it was probably an even mix of blacks and whites out on the street enjoying the music and stuff like that, approaching Elvis. And Elvis was known to stop and give signatures or take pictures or whatever. He was very generous and gracious in that. And, man, it was just a cool scene. I think it really captured uh, Bill Street and the Memphis yeah. vibe down there. Yeah. Like, from my experience, of, like modern-day Bill Street, it's the only place you can see a athletic black person jump over like a – six-person white family and a perfect arc backflip. And everyone's like, fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> and then followed by someone saying, I'm the best rapper in Memphis. Here's my CD. How much you want to pay me? Yeah. Yeah. And then you turn a corner and it smells like... Um, yeah. yeah, Bill Street. Yeah, yeah, it smells like Bill Street. Really I think bad. I just, Somebody threw up or whatever. Yeah. And then there's yeah. a... There's a what, an 80-year-old white guy playing, like, nine instruments yeah, at once? Yeah. And it was so entertaining. I man. think we might have just solved why they didn't film on Bill Street. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That makes sense. Well, I can imagine, um, you know, Bill Street's mm -hmm. all corporate um, yeah. for the most part. Well, you now. know, I'd, if I was a billionaire, I'd buy the, the fake Bill Street that they built and put, like, stick it in my basement or something, you know? <laughs> That'd be, like, sick to have a little Bill Street down there. Where do you live? Well, I've got eight square miles <laughs> yeah. right outside town. Do you think yeah. they uh, actually shot in Graceland? I uh, No, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. And I don't think so because... I'd love to see the CG and how and the CG budget and how all that worked because mm -hmm. there were times Lisa leaned over she said did they film this on Bill Street I said no nope, that's a set um, and I don't know how to describe it other than there's a 
a sense that the natural lighting and stuff is gone and it's mm-hmm. all super stage and it was so stylistic that yeah. I felt like it was a set. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. that I know it's filmed in Australia, it's like, yeah, clearly mm-hmm. set. They did a great job. Elvis's yeah. bedroom, I told, leaned over and told my wife, I said, uh, we're going to redo our bedroom. That's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I need some blue silk pajamas, all right? And blue suede shoes. And blue suede mm-hmm. shoes. Um, hey, get off my blue suede shoes. So <laughs> is this a prequel to Bubba Hotep? Well, that's pretty y'all interesting. Know what Bubba Hotep is? No. Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Do y'all know who Bruce Campbell is? Vaguely. All right, so I I have trouble recommending Bubba Hotep to a 15-year-old and an 18-year-old because it has a very crude element. Just one crude element, but it's repeated throughout, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's Elvis retired, um, and he's... He's telling everyone he's in a retirement home, telling everyone that he's Elvis, but no one believes him. And uh, Black JFK becomes his best friend, and uh, they fight a mummy at the end. Is basically what happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great movie. It's Egyptian um, magic and yeah. Elvis. Yeah, yeah. But basically, Bruce Campbell plays Elvis, and that. That's just like right there in my mind. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Josiah. I'd never heard of it. Josiah said, "You got to watch this if you like Elvis." And I watched. Yeah. It. I was like, "Okay, this is just stupid." And then it's like, "I appreciate but, this." But tell me something about Bruce Campbell being Elvis. Doesn't make you like your heart just swoon a little. Oh, bit, he did you know? a great job. He did a great job. Yeah. yeah. But Bob Joyce is a better Elvis. Wow. He's in Florida preaching. Wow. All right. So what else about the movie, man? All right, music, yeah. uh, man. Yeah. I hope there's a soundtrack released and it's got uh, the full there you know, Doja Cat. Were you listening that. to it? Yeah. yeah, I was listening to it a little bit last night. Nice. Yeah. So imagine, uh, you remember when Ocean's Eleven and they did the remix of a little, a little less conversation, a little more action, yeah. and had all the shinky, 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 you know, the crazy beat and just how they mix that up. That's kind of what some of this was. Is that song not in Lilo and Stitch? A little less conversation. It might, it might be. Lilo and Stitch soundtrack is 45% Elvis. So I just want to point that out to you uh, all. <laughs> all right. But um, yeah, yeah. All right. The music, I think, was really good. I know yeah. it may have taken you out a little bit, but you know the like, artist Doja Cat. And yeah. Doja, Doja Cat? Do- yeah. Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Okay. I'll try to <laughs> Comment sure below when you're that right. Because we yeah. thought it was Doggy Coin. No one thought oh. it was. <laughs> no one thought it was. No one, Rob thought it was. <laughs> Rob thought it was. That Doggy Coin. That Dogo Cat. Dogo Cat. Music was top notch. Cinematography yeah. was fantastic. The editing, man, yeah. I'm telling you. Mark my words, this thing will win Oscars. I get shit, honestly. Yeah. You think Austin Butler's going to uh, get nominated? I, I hope he does. Yeah. Yeah. You know Tom Hanks is going to get nominated for Best Supporting. Yeah. So um, are there any rules uh, on the Oscars? Like it had to be filmed in America no. or anything like that? No. As far as I know, they just have to screen in uh, an approved theater in L.A., and New York, and then you're in R. You can go through like a Sundance Film Festival or some kind of qualifying film festival. Yeah. So yeah, that, Parasite won Best Picture and it's Korean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, Korean, I didn't even notice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see race. Yeah. <laughs> Our uh, subtitles. <laughs> I hate reading movies, but Parasite's worth reading them. Oh, yeah. Man, oh, yeah. Have y'all seen Parasite? No. That's a, see, there's so much education left for you Isn't guys. a movie about a disease? Oh no. no. Oh, but don't look up anything no, about yeah. it. Don't watch That's what movie. actually is, is that what y'all thought or what Andrew one of our That's friends thought, thought that it That's was maybe was. a zombie. I think it was Ryan said it might have been a zombie thing and then we were watching it it's like no, it's not that. No, it's no zombies. <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. Um it's a very real and gritty um look at how 
maybe people use one another. Sure. There's and probably a lot of metaphors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's probably a lot of ending explained videos out there on that one. So I'm parasite sure. discussion. That was a bonus. Yes. That was that's free. for free. We're not charging you for that one. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So yeah, let's talk about what could uh, be nominated for an Oscar. So uh, let me ask yeah. you this. Uh, is there going to be an Elvis too? <laughs> Starring Bob Joyce. Sorry. No, there's enough YouTube videos with Bob. Um, let's talk about what Oscar nods it might get. I think cinematography, yeah. definitely. It's yeah. so stylized, but the shots, and they did things where I couldn't tell. Like, there was a shot of Baptist Memorial downtown. Um, it's gone now, but I remember it as a kid. My dad was a uh, heart transplant there. But it was a reporter standing in front of the building. They panned up to his room, and then they jump inside the room. And it's like... Mm -hmm. How did they get that footage? Did they really build a 3D model of that old hospital, or was it a real report? And you have trouble. Lisa called it mixed media, um, a mixed media approach, because one minute you're black and white and it's grainy. The next minute you're in color, like you're there. The next minute you're out here and you got lens flares and grain, color noise, and things like that. The next minute you're in black and white and it's crisp like a photograph. It just constantly changed. They put, as they toured the uh, carnival circuit, they uh, put, you know, Dallas and Fort Worth yeah. and, you know, Alabama and different places that he traveled. Yeah. And it was so, like, fast-paced. Mm -hmm. Visually, it was just stunning, absolutely yeah. stunning. And I, I just couldn't believe it. And Lisa was asking me questions, you know, hey, how did they do it? I was like, shh, stop. I have to, <laughs> yeah, I have to keep taking this in, man, because it's like they're throwing yeah. cur curveballs at you the whole time. And, just like, yeah. and it all, like, flows and mixed together, like, really well. Yeah, and man, it gelled in such an incredible way. So cinematography, definitely. Yeah. And then editing, for sure, that has to get nominated. Yeah. Um, but the editing, we were talking about, Lisa's like, how did they shoot that and then – the editor make those decisions. I said, no, that was planned from the get go. Yeah. They knew what this was going to look like. I wouldn't doubt they went out or got some footage, shot some footage of something and said, edit this like I'm explaining. And then they said, yep, that's where we're going mm -hmm. with this. But man, it was just fantastic. Yeah. So on a scale of one to five, didn't hate it. Um, how many didn't hate it? <laughs> will you give it? <laughs> I actually rated it on IMDb and I don't do this often because I save nines and tens for, the like things that like move me and I can't quit thinking about. And I gave this a nine because wow. a 10, I don't know that I've seen yet. I've never given a 10 on IMDb. No, I haven't either. Yeah. I'd give it like an 8.5. And you know what sucks about IMDb? You can't give can't it a 8.5. can do points. And so I guess I'll give it a nine. No, you give it 8.5 because I'll slap some didn't hate it. But yeah. now I got to do 8.5. Yeah. So let me just say to Mr. <laughs> to Mr. and Mrs. IMDb, change that scale from zero to 100. Yeah. And I feel like I would more accurately i think you're just talking to mr bezos because don't he own imdb probably he owns everything else yeah <laughs> he's not listening if not, to hey me. mr bezos just buy it and and then do what we say all right so cinematography editing they kind of go hand in hand in this one um the music i don't know if um man maybe music Man, that's tough. That's tough. I don't know. I think that might be a mixed bag, especially here in that you, you kind of... Mm. I think it's so early in the year, it's probably not going to get as many nominations as you think. You guys have like listened to like Vegas, like yeah. outside of the movie, and you liked it, so it might win yeah. soundtrack. Okay. Like I just thought it, it didn't mix well soundtrack. in the movie. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. All right. So um, 
Best actor, I think you're probably right. Tom Hanks will get a nod on For this. For supporting him. Yeah. How old is Austin Butler? 30s. He was sure. born in 91. Yeah, so he's 31. 31, yeah. Yep. So um, maybe. Yeah. I, maybe. I think, but it's so early in the year, you don't know. I think it's definitely going to get a best uh, right about that. adapted screenplay probably and um, best supporting actor for sure because Tom Hanks always gets best supporting actor. He deserves yeah. it most of the time, but he always gets it. We did notice that uh, Boz Lerman got two screenwriting credits. Like oh, really? Boz Lerman. Someone knows. Someone knows. Boz Lerman. <laughs> yeah, so. It's like he wrote the initial draft, and then he was he let other people do it, and he was like, give it back to me. Yeah. Yeah. So Boz Lerman got yeah. a screenplay by and a story by, and we've got screenplay right. by three other mentions and a story by Jeremy Donner. Right, right. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think he'll probably get a, a, a nomination for adapted screenplay. I don't think he'll win anything. Actually, it's just too was early. It adapted in the year. from anything? It doesn't say that. But it, it may not be. I, I don't know what constitutes original and adapted. Sometimes, adapted typically from a screenplay the, yeah. or a uh, book. Yeah. So, um, so Austin. I mean, he did, and it was an Oscar-worthy performance. But will they nominate him? I don't, I, I don't know because yeah. I've seen some like yes, yeah, it's it's, kind of stuff. it's just so early in the year. You never know. The the good thing is that uh, if the movie gets nominated, which I think it definitely will, there's a really good chance that actor and supporting actor will be yeah. nominated. Yeah. I don't think uh, Baz Luhrmann is going to be nominated for best director, though. He might be, but I, I don't think it will. Be. Um, you know that's a that's a tough call. If, this it, one. if it was October, I think that would be much better. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. October, Oscar time. November, all those movies start yep. like cramming in to make the yep make that um, play. So um, what else in this one? I, I guess we kind of hit it. See, the directing mm -hmm. on it, yeah, I could see where he could get nominated. He hasn't done a ton of movies, though, right? Baz Luhrmann, he, he's got a pretty healthy filmography, I feel like. Um, I didn't. I don't think like any of them. But <laughs> I didn't think about the direction at all when I was watching this, and that's usually a pretty good sign that it's directed well. Mm -hmm. it's, um, and there's never any downtime in this. Yeah. It was so fast paced to get going and then you would have a little couple minute scene and then it'd start like montaging through. Yeah. And okay. I really enjoyed the opening montage where like you don't really get a good look at Elvis. It's like really building that anticipation into like the Hayride concert. Yeah. Where he does his first song. That was amazing. Yeah. And the opening credits, man, from the very first couple frames, mm -hmm. I was like, Oh wow, that's some of the coolest stuff I've ever seen ever seen. It was gold and jewelry and yeah. diamonds and rhinestones and studs and stuff on the screen and separating apart almost like a James Bond type deal. So it was amazing from the start. Um, but the movie, you know, most movies will go big opening scene, the opening image, and then they'll kind of come down and start your first act and build up and, you know, do the three act structure. This one was different. It's almost like we started out fun and games, little tidbit of a scene, more fun and games and montage stuff little scene and then at the end of the movie you would think that it would be going to a big climax but it did the opposite which i was i really thought that was interesting we know that elvis is going to die spoiler alert <laughs> and the the last act and the last few scenes of the movie really kind of brought you down to understanding more about who who elvis was and they mm. didn't address it in the movie but the, the last couple months of his life his family and his entourage said that he would, his days and nights were flipped because of the drugs and things like that. And he couldn't go out during the daytime or he'd get mobbed. Um, so he'd only go out at night and things like that when he would go out. But he would sit at the piano and play gospel songs all night long. And the rest of the people in the house, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't avoid hearing him playing. But he was just melancholy, 
and he was getting ready to go home because there's no doubt in my mind now even by his actions and everyone that knows him he's a sold out believer in jesus and that was pretty amazing Mm -hmm. and i wish they had hit on that a little bit more um but i know that's not gonna be interesting to everybody but if you don't know it that was a huge part of elvis's life as well and the drugs but (laughs) well you know the the thing you know i said i have a lot of connections to elvis one of them it's so trivial but i worked at pickering firm um in midtown memphis and we were in this building, space age looking building, uh, six or seven floors. And we had this basement loading dock where you could drive a car down like into the basement. And there was an office building that looked like this building next to it. And it was like one or two story. That was Dr. Nicopolis's, uh office there. So Elvis's limo would pull up in the building I worked in, go down into the uh, ramp he would get out and go through a tunnel. The buildings were connected through the basement and he would go in the other basement and go up the elevator. So he would avoid crowds and stuff. So, uh, Dr. Nicopolis, if you don't know, what did I read that he had prescribed in the trivia prescribed? I forget how many pills and injections and things. And that was played up in the movie. Cause yeah, like he collapsed and his dad said, do whatever you can to get him on the stage. And they give him, I don't know what you give a guy. Adrenaline, yeah. a shot of yeah. adrenaline or something yeah. to get him back. Same on thing feet. they give boxers in the movies, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, so it, it was pretty sad, but it was it's true to life. And, you know, I remember I was uh, 1977, August 16th. I remember the day. It was my best buddy Adam's birthday. And I ha- was watching on the news that Elvis had died. And when I saw that, I was like just dumbfounded. It's like, Elvis had died? And I told my brother, I said, Elvis died. And he, he was three years younger, didn't care. But I was like, I got to go see Adam and tell Adam. Adam's got to know. So Adam lived about um, three blocks away at Park and Highland. And I started walking. And as I'm walking out, people are coming out of their houses like a meteor's coming out of the sky or something. Neighbors that I'd never seen in my life. And they're all coming out. And people are standing on their porches and they're yelling across the street, did you hear it? Elvis died. And so I'm walking to Adams, I'm walking down the street and I get there and it's almost like zombies and stuff. People were coming out and walking out on the sidewalk and said, yeah, I can't believe it. He's gone. He's dead. And I was like crazy. And as I'm going to Adam's house, Adam and his brother and sister and people are coming out of his house going, oh my gosh, did you hear? So it's hard to imagine, uh, like my wife is from Pennsylvania and she said, man, I just didn't know. I knew who Elvis was kind of thing, but that had such a huge impact here. And I think the movie captured the um, kind of the melancholy, the somber, um, just hit the loss and the tragedy of losing. Yeah. I think especially seeing his last performance and like how they transition into the real Elvis. Yeah, yeah. Like and how he's I'm saying. I'm so glad they did that. Yeah, like how he could barely even walk during his last performance. Mm-hmm. And did you like, notice the big Coke cups? Yeah, on the on the thing, like he just guzzling sugar and stuff, and he was he was obese. I forget how, I think they said at you know six foot he was like three hundred pounds or something like that when he passed away. Wow. And keep in mind he was probably what one hundred sixty, one hundred seventy pounds the rest uh, most of his yeah. life. So yeah. he really just a, such a contrast. Seeing him so like really spry and energetic and thrusty mm-hmm. for like ninety <laughs> percent of the movie, just. Seeing him sit down. Barely for like his, able to sit on a piano stool. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so that was really cool at the end. They transitioned to real-life footage of him, and then you saw how good uh, Austin, um, it's Austin, Butler. Right? Yeah, Butler. Yeah, like, yeah. It was hard to tell what was Austin and what was actual Elvis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and it, it's such a tragic loss. If you're an Elvis fan, you know that. You've bought the records, and you've probably been to Graceland in Memphis and so forth. Um, but there, when he did the Las Vegas show and he conducted, I always wonder what, yeah. what he was doing as a kid when he's on stage and he's playing. You know, he's doing this kind of stuff. He was yeah. conducting. Yeah. The, the orchestra behind him because he wanted a 30-piece orchestra in yeah. Las Vegas and stuff. Yeah, and sequence was, like, amazing where he's conducting everybody. Yeah, like, let me hear the words. Go up yeah. and knock, bah, 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 and doing that yeah. kind of stuff. That yeah. was just great. And on that scene when he went live in Vegas, um, I had the thought, I wonder if he ever stood there and thought, I am the coolest cat on the planet. <laughs> because he was. I mean, he was worldwide. And until Michael Jackson came about, um, Elvis was like the person everybody on the planet knew about, and then it became Michael Jackson everybody knew about, mm-hmm. and two amazing talents, and both you know tragically gone. And then there's Prince. No, yeah. <laughs> and then there's Prince. Prince. All right, so it's let's wrap this up. Um, yeah, do we have a comment we want to read? Oh, I, I do have. I'll a throw comment. that on Lewis right there. <laughs> uh, this is from the Spirits of Fire. Oh from uh, top ten summer movies. Do we want to read this aloud? <laughs> I, uh, I guess we'll allow it's it. Which podcast? Uh, summer movies. Uh, he said, needs more Itu Mama Tambien. We might have already shouted that one out, but maybe. But I'm fine with this. This I'll is another shout out. I'll do a backup just in case. And I believe the uh, rough translation of that is uh, needs more and your mom too. Which, yeah, we'll do more of your mom jokes. Yeah, we have done this because I got in trouble for doing your mom jokes. Ah, uh, that's your that. mama. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this one. Funnily enough, it's from Nick's mom, Donna Mitchell. Wow, shout my, out. She said, my son is hilarious. And you wow. are right. <laughs> wow, hilariously looking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All man, right. that's cool. Um, Let's thank our sponsors. You know, this is DeSoto Arts Institute, and we're all heavily involved with DeSoto Arts Institute, where we teach filmmaking and... Uh, and, um, and storytelling and we all aspects of sets and all that yeah all aspects of filmmaking and rockwell visual is a, a video production company and motion graphics design that uh, helps pay the bills around here so um thank thank them both yeah check us out just sort of our weird Institute. talking about people You're, like we're not them yeah <laughs> <laughs> welcome to my world thank you for being here reagan yeah, and, and that's it. Elvis that's the only <laughs> and look, notice that she wore the Elvis uh, silver lame. <laughs> I was wearing pink. I was gonna yeah. wear something Elvis would approve of. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I didn't get the memo. I didn't get the Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> and Madison, thank you for. Being oh yeah, here. Uh, did you guess who watched it? I guess because I said I didn't watch it, yeah. um, and they were very quiet. So I guess yeah. you know. <laughs> so have we convinced either of you guys to go watch it? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it. My car broke down. I was going to go see with y'all. <laughs> My car broke down. Yeah, I don't have the yeah, yeah. I don't have the pink uh, flamingo uh, Cadillac, you know. To <laughs> I almost wore a Hawaiian shirt, and I forgot uh, it. And I sat down, and I was like, ah, oh, well. Nice. Um, all right, so cool. That's Elvis. Go see it. Highly recommended it. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Leave a comment below. Uh, Tori's not with us today, but uh, let us know if you think Tori could take Austin Butler in a fight like Austin Butler took Ezra Miller. So Austin Butler took Ezra Miller. Tori, um, you got to deliver. Yeah. 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 I don't think all right. you can do it. So peace out. Wow. We'll see you next time. Bye. Adios.